5, verse number 1. And they came over unto the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs. No man could bind him, no, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains. The chains had been plucked asunder by him and the fetters broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him and always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him and, and cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. Now there was there nigh into the mountains a great herd of swine feeding, and all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine that we may enter into them. And forwith Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea. There were about 2,000, and were choked in the sea. They that fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country, and they went out to see what it was that was done. They come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid, and they saw, and they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil and also concerning the swine. They began to pray him to depart out of their coast. When he was come into the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him, howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but saith unto him, Go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee. And hath had compassion on thee. And he departed and began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. Yes, I want to preach say I told Brother Jason I got a paragraph for a title. Which is not really like me. But the day a child of Gad became a child of God. The day a child of Gad became a child of God. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. God, we do humbly pray and ask and believe that you'll anoint us to preach. Lord, I've sought you for this service tonight. And God, I clawed and scratched and struggled in my heart and in my mind what it was that you wanted to say. And God, I feel with all my heart this is where you had me to settle upon God, I know that there's somebody that needs to hear it tonight. And I pray that you, through the word of God, would minister to every heart and life by your spirit. And God, as you do, that you'd minister to meet the need that's present and before us tonight. You're an on-time God. You're a miracle-working God. And you're a good God. I thank you for what's being done with uh, our team on the mission field tonight. I thank you for what's being done at youth camp. And I pray you'll do the same. Help us here tonight at Bible Way. God, touch those that aren't able to be here that are still out sick. Thank you for your touch upon Sister Vicki. God, we continue to pray for others. 
that need your healing touch. Minister to them, oh God, where they are while they're listening at home. We thank you for it in advance. We ask it together in Christ's name. If you love the Lord, would you say amen? Amen. amen. If you look at this region that Jesus entered into as they crossed the sea to get there, all commentaries and agreements that the land of the Gadarenes is where the tribe of Gad when Joshua and the children of Israel were to enter into Canaan before they went into battle the tribe of Gad came and said hey we've been camped out in this land it's a good land we like it it's a good pasture land here we raise cattle in our tribe and We'd like to stay here. We don't exactly know what the promised land's like, but we like this land. It's good for cattle. He got angry at them. He said, what you're going to do is discourage your brethren from entering in and experiencing God's fullness for their life. God don't want you to stay here. He wants you to go in and possess the land. They said, no, no. We'll send all of our men of war and we'll fight to dispossess the inhabitants of that land. And once that land's conquered, we'll come back. And he said, all right, that, that, that's a good idea. You know, that works for me. That's what you want to do. And uh, the tribe of Gad and half the tribe of Manasseh settled in this land and it literally took on the name of Gad, the land of Gadara. And the inhabitants thereof were Gadarenes, but it's an, it's an amazing thing that when you don't enter into God's fullness, when you don't want to go all the way with God and you settle for second best, and what, whatever that entails. If somebody said, well, I, I love the Lord, but, you know, I ain't about all that, uh, you know, hollering and screaming and shouting. Nope, not unless you go to the ball game. When you go there, you're all in. And if you're not, there's a cheer a cheerleader to try to get you to go all in. There's a concession stand to try to get you to buy in. <laughs> oh, hallelujah, I'm preaching. But strangely, when it comes to the things of God, I ain't about all that. Well, I'm here tonight to convince you you need to go all the way with God. I'm here to convince you you need to buy into anything God is, is, is offering you. Because whatever it costs you, it's going to be worth it. Joshua told him, I, I'm telling you, God's got more for you. I have not seen, ear hath not heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. And Joshua said, there's vineyards over there you didn't plant, houses you didn't build. It's a good land, a land that flows with milk and honey. There's more over there than you could possibly ever dream or imagine that God wants to give you. And they said, well, we like this better. We'd, we'd just soon stay here, but we will fight to help you achieve it. Here's the problem, is that whenever you settle for less than all God wants you to have, uh, there is a there, there, there is a 
terrible and tragic things that happens, you always digress to less than what you thought you would ever be. These men that said, we, we're cattle. Our tribe herds cattle. Well, by the time Jesus made it to them, all these years later, by the time Jesus gets to that same land, you don't read one word about cattle. Right. They ain't herding cattle no more. Right. They're farming pigs. Right. <laughs> They've gone from beef to bacon. Right. I know what some of you say, bacon ain't such a ain't such a <laughs> bad trade-off. But Swine to the Jew was considered unclean. The only way a Jew would hurt a swine is that he doesn't cast off God and everything that pertains to God. Now, I don't really care what God says. I don't really care what God's interested in. And I have long since passed wanting everything that God wants me to have. This will do. Well, the problem is when we settle for less than what God intended for us to have, we always digress. That's right. There is a declination, a declining that takes place, a downward spiral. You're not cattle herders at all. You're, you're going to herd swine. Somebody who said, not me, over my dead body. Maybe so. It'll be your children. It'll be your grandchildren. I want to tell you there's a place in Christ where only he can fill us that we can possess what he has for us. Right. Victory, joy, right. peace, and power yeah. is ours yeah. in Christ uh, when we go all the way with God. Yeah. These men were unwilling to do that, and we see generations later, they're not herding cattle at all. They're herding swine. We also see that this was a devilish land, a land where we find a man that was totally possessed, totally given over to the devil. Here's the problem. There ain't no help for it. There ain't no cure for it. That's why Jesus told his disciples, look, we got it good on this side, but on the other side, ain't never been over there. It's a land wholly given over to the devil. They went from herding cattle to herding swine. They totally cast off the word of God and they don't even care about their fellow man. And even if they did care, they don't have power to set the captive free. I want you to get in the boat and we're going to go to the other side. There's a whole other message in that they encountered a storm. No doubt every force and power in hell tried to stop them from going all the way. Just as it stopped the tribe of Gad from inheriting the promised land, well then the same spirit of hell tries to stop Christ and those disciples uh, from going to the land of Gad, the land of Gadara. But when they get there, when Jesus' feet hit the shore, there come a man from Gadara full of the devil and ran and fell at the feet of Jesus and began to worship him and the devil cried out. 
What have I to do with thee? Jesus, thou son of the most high, I adjure thee that you torment us not before our time. You look it up for yourself. The word adjure means to charge or command. I read that for the first time and I said, who does the devil think he is? That he would command Jesus to do anything. He loves to usurp power, usurp authority. He'll take what you give him. And if you, if you let him, he's going to tell you what to do. If you let him, he's going to tell you what you need and what you don't need, where to go and where not to go, what to do and what not to do. The Bible said that he is a hard taskmaster. Sin enslaves. It binds. It holds. It's a hard ta taskmaster. The way of the transgressor is hard. He told Jesus, I command you, I charge you, that you not torment us before our time. And Jesus said, hold your peace. In other words, uh, in just common everyday language, uh, devil, you need to shut up. I give the orders around here, not you. If anybody's going to be telling who, what to do, and where to go, I'm going to do the telling. He said, what's your name anyway? I think he wanted to remind him. My name is Jesus. Savior. Messiah. Son of God. Healer. Deliverer. Redeemer. King of kings. Lord of lords. Remind me again. What's your name? Legion. We're many. Amen. Well, there's many against one. But one's enough when the one is Jesus Christ. Amen. He's God all by himself. And he don't need anybody else. He can be every devil in hell matched against the, the sinless, spotless, uh, holy one of heaven. He can be every devil in the world pitched against Jesus and Jesus is going to come out victorious every time. Amen. What happened when this child of Gad met the Son of God? I'll tell you what happened. The child of Gad became a child of God. It's the only thing that can happen. What happens when Legion meets Jesus? Legion is going to go away defeated. That's what's going to happen. Let's look what happened to this man when he came to Jesus and cried out for help. Jesus commanded the devil, you come out of it. And he said, well, we got to come out. He said, don't make us go to that pit. Don't torment us before our time. There's some swine feeding over there on the hillside. Let us enter into them. He said, go ahead. Jesus wasn't interested in the swine. You know who he was interested in? He was interested in that one man. One man bound by the devil. One man full of the devil. That's who he was interested in. Jesus put more stock into one soul than he did all those head of swine. 2,000. 
2,000 head of swine. That's got to be a lot of money because that's a lot of bacon. A lot of bacon. 2,000 head of swine, and Jesus puts more stock in one soul than he does. Somebody said, that's all their livelihood. Jesus put them out of business. I want to tell you, if you're in the sinning business, uh, Jesus wants to put you out of business. <laughs> the only way you can make money is selling drugs. The only way you can make money is, it, it, oh, I'm going to get in trouble, is bartending. The only way you can make money is selling your body on the street corner. I want to tell you, Jesus uh, is more interested in your soul and he has no problem uh, putting you out of business. Yeah. Hallelujah to God. Putting you out of business. Uh, what in the world are they going to do? I was young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. Hallelujah to God. I'd rather be a door greeter at Walmart. I'd, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of the wicked for a thousand years, the writer said. Apparently that was the case of this man. The Bible said that he cried day and night, that he cut himself, that he run around naked with no clothes on. He had his dwelling. He lived in the tomb with dead men's bones. He lived in a cemetery. He cried day and night. The Bible said they had tried to tame him. He had been to every rehab. He had been through AA. He had been to every soothsayer. And when they couldn't tame him, when they couldn't break what was already broken, well, they couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. He had laid on every psychiatrist's couch. Uh, he had been to every counselor known to man, and nobody could help him. They tried to chain him and bind him and put him in fetters, uh, and he would break them asunder like they were nothing. So then everybody said, the cemetery belongs to him. The road he lives on. Apparently, he lived close to the coast because when Jesus got out and stepped on the coastline, can you imagine, oh, the, the maniac from Gadara down in Gulf Shores? He's raping and robbing and killing and stealing. The thief cometh not for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He's raping, robbing, stealing, killing. To everybody said, we can't go down to the beach anymore. That place is owned and operated by the devil. The Lord said, I'll go. Come on, boys, get in the boat. We're going over to the shore of Gadara. The Bible don't say what they said, what their reaction was, what they thought about it. I don't know if they had ever been. Probably not if they were a bunch of swine herders. Probably not. But it don't mean that they probably haven't heard rumors of who's over there. Man, I hope we don't go to where I think we might go. <laughs> the same thing that I think sometimes when I've been across the world, on the other side of the world with Brother Hanks and other, other men, I sure hope we ain't going where I think we're going. <laughs> I, I don't know about this. Right, we're going where they kill people. We're going where they put people in prison. 
We're, 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 we're going where if you love Jesus, it'll cost you your life. That's probably exactly where we're going. Jesus come for this reason, for this purpose was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. You live for God and you're full of the Holy Ghost and his callings on your life. He's got a head-on collision ordained for you with the devil himself. You hear me? He's got a head-on collision with you and the devil. It's coming. And you've got to know one Jesus against a whole legion is all you need. No weapon formed against you will be allowed to prosper. You and God make up the majority. You're the head and not the tail. You're blessed and highly favored. You can't lose. Victory is the heritage of the child of God. No weapon formed against you will be allowed to prosper. Every voice that rises up against you in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the child of God. Better be quiet, Biden. You're going to lose. Better be quiet. Atheist, you're going to lose. She said, that boy on the bus uh, didn't believe in God. You know what I've told atheists? I said, it takes more faith uh, to not believe in God uh, than it does uh, to believe in God. Well, what are you talking about? Uh, I said, you ever had a cold? Well, sure I have. Why'd you get a cold? Well, germs and bacteria. You ever seen a germ? You ever seen bacteria? Well, no. Well, I don't believe in them. I don't believe there is a germ. I don't believe in bacteria. If I can't see it, if I can't hear it, and if I can't feel it, then it don't exist. Germs don't exist. Oh, well, that's crazy. You can look at a germ or bacteria through a microscope. And I say, you can look in this book uh, and you'll see God. You can read this book and you can hear God. You get in a company of two or three witnesses uh, and you'll feel God. You don't believe in God and I don't believe uh, in a germ or a bacteria. He said, that's foolish. And I said, and I think it's just as foolish to tell me that you don't believe in God when I know, when I know he exists. Amen. Yeah, come on. I'm not afraid of what's going to happen when Legion meets Jesus. I know what's going to happen. Well, let's look at what happened to this man. Number one, there's going to be a change take place. The child of Gad on this day become a child of God. Now, as Grandparents went from herding cattle to herding swine. They went from walking with God to living like the devil. They went from believing the word of God to believing a lie. But none of that matters today because Jesus come to destroy the works of the devil. It don't matter what your daddy was, uh, what your granddaddy was, uh, Amen. It don't matter what you was. Yesterday, I'm telling you, Jesus is in this house tonight to make the difference. Jesus has come to destroy the works of the devil. 
It could have all been hell yesterday, but today it can be peace that passes all understanding. It could be chains and fetters yesterday, but today it's who he who the Son had made free is free indeed. It was naked and devil-possessed yesterday. It's clothed and in my right mind when I go to bed tonight. Hey, hallelujah to God. That's what happens when Jesus comes. A change. Mark 5 and 15, they come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind and they were afraid. What kind of man has stepped on our shore? Somebody that has tamed the old untamable demon possessed legion filled man. He did what nobody else could do and he still can and he still will and he still does. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Is there anybody beyond his reach or his power or ability to save? That answer is no. Change. That's the first thing that's going to take place when Jesus meets Legion. Things are about to change around here. Child of God is going to be turned into a child of God. Second. There was not only change, but there was calm. Legion was not only in his right mind, but sitting at the feet of Jesus. He was no longer wild and restless and discontented. There's no doubt at all that Jesus is still the Prince of Peace. In case there was any doubt, that water that he, that he sailed across, uh, in case there was any doubt uh, that he was not the Prince of Peace, the water that he sailed across was wild and violent and raging. And Jesus said, peace, be still. Right, Hallelujah. Yes. And when he met a man that was wild and out of control and raging, the Prince of Peace just said to that that made him so, come out of him. And there was peace. Third, not only was there a change, not only was there a calm, but he was clothed. Legion was clothed and in his right mind. Jesus gave this man back his self-respect. He was able to do it for the most depraved sinner in the whole land. The Bible said he clothes us with humility. The Bible said he given unto us the garments of praise. Amen. The Bible said that he has robed us with his righteousness. And when John seen you and I in the heavenly city, ten thousands times ten thousands and thousands and thousands in robes of white, clean and white, made white by the blood of the Lamb. We're robed in his righteousness, pure as the, as the driven snow, white as the snow, made pure by the blood 
of the Lamb. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What does the Lord see when he sees you? Not naked. Not ashamed. Not guilt ridden with my sins of yesteryear. Those that stand before God that are not born again, that approach God without Christ, uh, they're going to be open and naked. He told the church of Laodicea, you think uh, you're rich and increased with good and have need of nothing. You don't know you're blind and miserable and poor and naked. He said, I counsel you. He said, to buy me gold tried in the fire, let your nakedness be covered up. Hallelujah. He was clothed. Fourth, he was captivated. Leads in upon being delivered. Desired to be with Jesus. Somebody say, you ain't got to go to church to be saved. I know that. But if you are saved, you'll want to go to church. I don't need church in order to be saved. Well, maybe you don't. But the church needs you. And it ain't that I got to be here tonight. It's that I wanted to be here. You know what that is? That's in your right mind. He was cold and in his right mind. Because if I wasn't in my right mind, I wouldn't be here. If I wasn't in my right mind, I'd be down the street at the Redneck Rendezvous. That's what the bar is called down the street. I'd be down there in the Redneck Rendezvous tonight if I wasn't in my right mind. I'd be on drugs tonight if I wasn't in my right mind. I'd be in prison tonight if I wasn't in my right mind. I'd be on my way to hell if I wasn't in my right mind. That's exactly where this child of God was until God, or until Christ uh, changed him and made him a child of God. And immediately, he was in his right mind. Thanks be to God. What do people in their right mind want to do? He was clothed and sitting at the feet of Jesus. I'd have been robed in his righteousness. I'd have been washed in his blood. And now I want to be in his presence. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place tonight. Hallelujah to God. Where two or three are gathered together in my name. That's where I want to be. Why? Because that's where he is. Hallelujah. Martha said, I'm busy, Lord. Make Mary get up and help me do some work around here. He said, Mary's chosen that good thing, and it won't be withheld from her. There'll be a lot of stuff to do on other days. There'll be a lot of stuff to do at other times. But right now, this is my time with him. Right now, this is the time that's appointed for me to sit at his feet and hear what he's got to say. Sit at his feet and feel his presence. Sit at his feet and let him clothe me and robe me and fill me. Hallelujah. Tell me again. 
You know, there, there has to be times when we come together. You know, husband and wife come together. It does them good to, to hear the other one say, hey, we've been together 30 years, 33 years for me and my wife, but I still love you. Right. I still love you. Right. Amen. It does us good to get in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ and to hear him say, I've loved you with an everlasting love. I loved you 30 years ago when I found you and I love you as much uh, tonight as I, as I did then. Let me clothe you. Let me feed you. Let me feel you. Thank you, Lord. You folk love this stuff, don't you? Can't live without it. Can't live without it. Amen. He's captivated. Legion on being delivered. Desired to be with Jesus. He didn't want to be parted from the Savior. Mark 5 and 18 when he was coming into the ship. That is Jesus. He that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. Lord, don't leave me. Lord, where you are is where I want to be. Lord, I'm getting in the boat with you. Lord, I'm going back to Caesarea. Lord, I'm going with you to the other side. And the Lord said, that'd be good. This is where you belong. This is where I want you to be. Lord, I'm with you always, even until the end of the world. I'll never leave you, nor will I forsake you. He said, Howbeit Jesus suffered him or allowed him not, but saith unto him, Go home to thy friends. Tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee and hath had compassion on thee. There are people that need to know what you know. There are people that need to possess what the, you now possess or what now possesses you. They know all about Legion, the child of Gad, but they don't know about the child of God. They need to see he who was wild and untamable, saved and full of the Holy Ghost. Here's what I love. I don't know how many years he's been in this condition, but he said, go home to thy friend." I know what sin tries to do is isolate us. Sin tries to destroy. The thief cometh not for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I've watched too many times sin destroy a family, isolate each family member, make them feel like they're the only person in the whole world and that nobody loves them and nobody cares about them. Here's the reality. A lot of people love us. A lot of people still care about us. A lot of people have longed and desired to see us saved. A lot of people long and desire to live this life that we live but are too far disconnected. He said, I want you to go back home and show you friends. Yes, you've still got friends. Yes, there's still people that love you. Yes, there's still somebody that cares. And I want you to tell them that I can do for them what I did for you. Thanks be to God. Amen. See if you can help me. I 
I want you to notice that they that saw the man that was clothed and in his right mind and sitting at the feet of Jesus, they went back and told all the inhabitants of the city and said, y'all ain't going to believe this. Jesus done went down to the coast and got old Legion saved. He ain't naked no more. He done took a bath. And he's clean. He's got on the best suit that money can buy. He's got his Johnson and Murphy's on. He's got him a tie wrapped around his neck. And he's carrying a Bible. He's sitting at the feet of Jesus. Somebody said, you don't say. Said, yeah, what happened to all them devils? Well, y'all ain't going to like this. Brother Bobby, they left out of him and went over there in all them swine, in all them pigs, in the same spirit that was trying to drive this child of Gad to kill himself, drove them same pigs mad at 2,000 head of them. Ran off, uh, jumped over the cliff, and drowned herself in the sea. That's the same spirit that was driving that boy. And you know they drove him to try to kill himself. They got spit fire mad. Do you know how much money I lost today? Do you know how much bacon that is floating around out there in the sea? <laughs> Do you know how much ham that is floating around out there? You know how much money I lost? And here's what Jesus, they told Jesus. Why don't you and your kind get out of here? We treasure ham over him. You hear me? We treasure ham, not him. You can take him and we'll take the ham. I want to tell you. Jesus died not for a herd of swine. Jesus died for those that are broken, for those that are bound, for those that are lost. If he's got to fly you to Alaska and put you in a remote part of the world to reach a little girl on a reservation that's never felt the power of the Holy Ghost, oh God, it'll be worth it when you step on the shore. I read Brother Corey's text. And this is all I could get from God. And I cried and I said, Lord, that's what you've done with Corey. You were in the, you were in the boat with him. And when you stepped on that shore, little Indian girls that have been bound their whole life. Come on. Changed from a child or whatever tribe they belong to to a child of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Bound by the devil, set free by the power of God. Their lives will never be the same. Bring all them Indian girls home. Bring them over here to Poli. We need them. The Lord said, leave them on the reservation. They need them more. Yes, yes. Go home. Tell your friends what great things God has done for you and how the Lord has had compassion on thee.
People know why we're saved tonight. It's because of the goodness of God. Yes. Yes. It's because the Lord had compassion on us. You know where you belong? In hell. You know where I belong? In hell. You want to know why we're saved tonight? His compassions fail not. His compassions fail not. Somebody ought to stand with me in this house tonight and lift both hands to heaven. You ought to praise him tonight because his compassion fails not. Hallelujah. You ought to praise God for how he has had compassion upon you. And you ought to tell the Lord, Lord, if that's me, if I'm walking in the Gadarene shoe, the Bible said that he went to the region of the capitalist. The capitalist means ten cities. Uh, he, it just simply would have said this. Uh, he went all over Baldwin County yeah. telling people yeah. how good his God was. Uh, he traversed all over Baldwin County telling everybody he come in contact with, let me tell you how good the Lord's been yeah. to me. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. When the Apostle Paul traveled on his missionary journeys, one of the places he traveled was in the region of the capitalists. The Bible said there were believers there. You want to know why? Because one man did his job. One man told him, let me tell you about Jesus. Let me tell you what the Lord can do for you because I know what he did for me. Thank God. Thank yes, God. Lord, Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. He can set, he can set Liliana at liberty tonight, Sister Nancy. He can free that girl up. Oh yeah, from what's binding her. She and I know what we're talking about. It's not that I'm not talking about some gross sin. I'm just telling you, there's more ways than one. The devil wants to bind us up. Yes. Oh, why don't you meet God this altar tonight? Why don't you call upon the one that landed on the coast of Gadara? Why don't you praise him first off for his compassion? Then I want you to ask him anything. Whatever it is, you feel like all the hell's come against you. Trying to tie you down, bind you up, or to convince you that God can't or won't. I want you to remind me one Jesus against an entire legion of devils spells sudden defeat for the enemy. Hallelujah to God. Help tonight, Jesus. Fix it tonight, oh God. Stretch forth your hand. You still speak peace, be still. You still command of the devil, I command you. Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. Uh, you're still giving the orders around here tonight. Uh, over in the name of Jesus. Uh, oh, my God, bind that enemy. In the name of Jesus, uh, set the captive free tonight, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, uh, save our children, oh God. Save our sons and daughters. Uh, pour your spirit out uh, in this last day, oh God. You camp. Uh, at Fort Slate, you camp up in Alaska. Our children, oh God, that are scattered abroad. Pour out your spirit in this current generation, Lord. Raise them up, Jesus. Raise them up, oh God. 